You're listening to the Movers Union Podcast. We're here to talk about movement, philosophy, and everything in between. My name is Ben Wexler. And I am Justin Cooper. We are both movement specialists, and this is the Movers Union. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? I have with me Justin Cooper, the man, the myth, the legend. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well. I'm doing well as best we can in these strange times. Keeping myself uh, active and productive and motivated as much as possible. Nice, dude. Nice. What would you say is like your most, like your biggest accomplishment so far? Uh, biggest accomplishment since this quarantine happened? I first off the top of my head would give it to uh, my YouTube channel. Hey. That's been going on. Yeah. You just hit 100, I- right? I did. I did. I just passed 100 uh, two days ago. I know you're right there knocking on the door. Right there, baby. I you're, 98. I feel like by the end of the day, you'll be there. We'll be I at 100. Like That's right. Yeah. Yeah. What's your, what, do you, what do you feel like your biggest uh, accomplishment is or like, I don't know, thing you're most proud of that yeah. you've done in the last 60 days or however long this quarantine has been? It, yeah. mine, was, uh, mine was just going full-blown, you know, independent, really. You know what I mean? Because like, mm. just with the way everything worked out, like, I basically quit all my jobs before the quarantine hit because I was set to go on this teacher training. And then, so I was a free agent, and then the quarantine happened, and I, you know, a, a bunch of students asked me to do a live stream, and I did one, and it was awesome. And then I was just like, I thought back to like how a few days before, like pretty much my last class at, at 49er Fit, went to went to dinner with a bunch of students and I was just talking to them about how like the one thing I wish I could bring them was a daily practice. Like it's really cool that they practice one, two times a week, but if they could somehow find a way to practice every single day, that that would be the best. Cuz those anytime I've done two big challenges, yoga challenges. I did one and it was just do it every day for as long as I could. I hit 54, that was power yoga and then 60 okay. with Bikram yoga. Yeah. And both of those times were just like the biggest, you know, points of growth within, you know, that phase of my life. And uh, so I was just like, okay, like I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. And I streamed every day, 30 days, offered classes to people. And it was a wild ride. And now it's like pushed me to go through and like really see what I can do with this, you know? Yeah, So I feel like doing anything every day. For like, whatever, 30 days, 60 days, like that can just be a powerful, obviously yoga in itself is an act that's powerful, but like any small thing where you can just be like, hey, like I'm doing this every day, you know, like this is, there's no question about it. It's just Absolutely. like what what you're going to do and the uh, benefit that has on your like willpower and just what you uh, I don't know how much you believe in yourself or whatever, you know, like your confidence will, will definitely shoot up from that no matter what the task is, whether it's whatever yoga or oh, I'm going to run every day or what a, you know, whatever thing. It doesn't have to be a physical thing either. Maybe reading, you know, at least 10 right. pages every day or like whatever else you can do that just, you know, fits into your lifestyle. But be that one thing where you're like, I'm going to do this every day, you know? Mm. Yeah, yeah, for for like a couple reasons. I think one, like just the feeling of, hey, I'm committed to this and I'm following through with this, it like boosts your self-perception to where it's like, wow, like I'm actually following through with this, you know? And it makes you feel better and gives you confidence to tackle like 
more things after that. And then also like committing to doing something every day just shifts your whole perspective around it. It goes from, you know, should I do this or will I do this to like, there's no thought about it whatsoever. And then other things in your life start to uh, come together in a way to like make that easier. You know what I mean? Like if you know you have to do yoga at 9 a.m. on Saturday because that's the only class your studio has, you're, you're probably not going to go out drinking Friday night. And if you do go out Friday, right. you're going you're gonna to take it easier. You know what I mean? For example, that's just one of the examples, you know? And then it, yeah, yeah. the deeper you go, the, the deeper it gets, you know? Like I found too, like uh, during my you know, those, those, those time periods, my diet just quickly became spot on because I didn't want to eat anything. Cause I knew I'd have to work through that when I hit my mat. It keeps you on point. Is it all, since it is all connected, like, then it's like, well, I know that I'm going to do this thing. So I want to show up my best to be able to do it. Right. And then, so it's like, okay, yeah, you're getting the right amount of sleep. You're, you know, all of a sudden you're, you're, you're eating more, you're getting more vegetables in whatever it is. Um, and then it all snowballs. Right. I've been having this thought, uh, like in a similar way, and I don't know your stance on this, so whatever. But uh, we're about to find like, out. <laughs> I feel like this is one of the great benefits of religion. Mm. And to throw that out there, like I'm not religious at all. Okay. But over the- <laughs> just to clear that up real quick. Yeah. Just clear that up. But like I have over, I don't know how much time it's been now, to the past two years maybe we'll say, um, I've been able to appreciate religions more. Yeah, And not that I subscribe to any one of them, but I'll see like the, the, so like we're saying, having something that you do every day that you're not questioning, like religion brings that to people's lives. It does. It kind of just gives it to that, whether it's like, Oh, your nightly prayers or your, um, I don't know, what else do religious people do? But but these rituals, you know, whether it is, oh, something you're doing every day or like uh, Lent just passed. It's like being in the habit of every year giving something up for an extended period of time. Um, You know, like all, all of these things, they're all ritualistic things that benefit people and their life right yeah it gets kind of weird but like the actual like kind of meat and bones of it is like oh they're doing this and it survived for thousands of years or whatever because it's beneficial Mm -hmm. there might be some like other you know weirder reason behind it or whatever it might be but there's that underlying current of like oh yeah, this is a positive thing and everybody should be doing this. Right. Everybody, you know, you might find it in different ways like, oh, every Sunday getting together at church with your whole community. Great. Like you should be doing that once a week, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whether mm-hmm. you're going to church or whatever. Or whatever it might just yeah. be, you know, Sunday brunch with your, with your parents or, you know, whatever. Maybe all your friends get together on Friday night and go out to a bar when, when we're not in quarantine or like whatever. But that uh, communal drive of people that's, important as well yeah there's definitely like there's definitely like a a lot of a lot of religious practices whether they know it or not are rooted in spirituality like the one that always gets me is like so mindful eating right is like being present to the food being grateful for to have to have food you know taking a moment to acknowledge hey i'm eating right now and this is awesome you know and pay respect to the food you know um 
and really trying to enjoy it like what is that it's it's saying grace you know what i mean like say grace right. give thanks for the food and it took me a few few times you know to to really realize it because i would get my food and i'd stop and i'd take a moment and i'd oh wow like i'm i'm legit saying grace right now you know what i mean like it's yeah, the same yeah. it's the same thing yeah i think where we get lost in religion is like who said what and when did it happen the names and the dates and like what what name you call god is like where a lot of it gets you know a little hazy but if you can just like this is what i believe again i i don't know how you feel about this but like if you can just take pretty much all the religions and just like like extract the core principles like you'd see a lot of overlap it maybe even a hundred percent overlap in like pretty much all the religions you know yeah. what i mean i think people that do that really well so like uh jordan peterson talks a lot about that mm-hmm. um i don't know if you've like i read... love jordan b peterson i haven't yeah. uh, i haven't heard him talk about this though oh uh, yeah he yeah. like that's he does it in in such a such a like graceful way i mean you know how he is with words and whatnot One of the if you've heard him talk speakers, yeah and but all. so so he takes these i he, he takes these ideas but he'll be able to because he knows so much about like every religion and like history and everything like that's you know a big part of what he does you know he'll take this one idea and then be able to weave in like you know whatever they'll be able to re- weave in stuff from the bible but then also weave in stuff from um you know from like greek philosophy or or you know like myths and like whatever else or taking right. it from you know jewish studies or or you know whatever muslim anything like all this stuff it'll be able to like weave them in together and that's when you start seeing like oh where like just the benefit lies with all of this and that it is all kind of the same thing yeah yeah and and jordan b peterson talks a lot about uh like how humans we thrive on stories you Mm -hmm. know and like you're talking about a lot of these uh these archetypes fit into the stories you know you'll see the same archetypes come up over and over again in different stories like the hero's journey classic story right that we see like over and over again in different forms just like seeing the value in stories is like basically like ways to impart wisdom upon us and help us level up you know Mm mm-hmm and that's why, at least potentially why, religion was created to begin with, right? Like, religion right. is kind of like this encapsulation of all of these stories, right? And it's just like, yeah. well, this is how we how we pass <laughs> it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's like religion is the vessel that holds all of the stories that are, like, necessary for, you know, like, human growth and realization and whatnot. It's just like people wrote different books at different times (laughs) you know do you think yoga is religious i think there's certainly a way to remove yoga from religion or like separate the two like it depends like what and how are you going to define yoga and there are a bunch of people that would say like you know you can't take them apart because it is whatever it's where it comes from but like who's making these rules that's stupid yeah like how are you defined unless if you then want to define like oh if i just want to take the movement aspect of yoga and practice that then like i guess somebody on that side of the argument could say oh well that's not yoga because you're uh you know right like okay so semantics how do you want to define what you know what it is right yeah 
I don't know. It's like yeah. when people get so hard up about stuff like that, I, I, I question them. It's like, what's your what's your motive or what are you doing? Like, why is it? Why is that such a big deal for you? Why is that like a hill that you're willing to die on or whatever? Like, right. Let's yeah. let's just take the good from everything that we come into contact with, right? You take what Absolutely. you take what works for you, you know. Keep that, discard what else doesn't, and you know, move on. Move on, and then keep yeah. going through life like that, right? Like right. that's that's what you want to do. I mean, and even as a if you're a yoga practitioner and you read Bhagavad Gita or the Yoga Sutra, like the Bhagavad Gita is like a it's like a tale where Krishna basically helps this guy Arjuna through this battle. He's like not sure if he should battle. And Krishna is like, yo, you only have one life to live. This is your duty in this moment. You know, you should battle. And that's pretty much his whole case is you should fight this fight because you're here to fight it. So you might as well fight it. It's a parallel to life. It's like, well, you're here and you might as well live it. Because mm -hmm. if you live it fully and you pursue whatever you want to the fullest degree, then you get to die knowing like, hey, I lived the full life. I pursued it, whether you made it or not. And if you do make it, then you get the earthly riches and rewards that you get to. And that's that's kind of that was like the whole pretty much story about it. But it's like I could read that and I could learn that and not go and worship Krishna. Right. You know what I mean? Like I but, like. But so then the question would be, though, what? How are you defining worship? Because, uh, like, I might argue <laughs> that we worship, like, yeah, we do worship Krishna. Like, to, to worship something is to understand and see characteristics in this person or the, the characteristics that they represent and aspire to be like that, right? Like, right, okay. Like, that's basic. Like, that's, that's why we worship things. Right. Right. Like because you see the good in it and you aspire to be like that. And that's what all of these things like symbolize. And, you know, that like like that's what they that's what they hold. And then it's, you know, well, are are you supposed to like worship, you know, like are, are we supposed to be worshiping? I'll take Jesus as an example. Like, are we supposed to be worshiping Jesus as a man? Like, do you think that he would want people like bowing at his feet like oh my god almighty savior or or are you worshiping him by aspiring to you know turn the other cheek and aspiring to treat others how you would like to be treated and and these things like the like teachings yeah. that that that's what it actually is right right so like in that way yeah we can worship krishna for that idea and characteristic of like hey you're here so be here, do what you're here to do, you know, accept it, live your life. I remember in my teacher training, like, the idea of Ganesh or Ganesha, right? Like the elephant, drunk one, whatever. Um, like he's, he's my favorite, dude. Yeah, he's, he's definitely yeah, one of my favorite. Yeah. But, but so he's like the, um, he's like the, the, the remover, remover of obstacles, obstacles right? Yeah. But then also, yeah, he's the remover of obstacles, but he's also the one putting those obstacles in right. the way, right? Right. And it's yeah. like, damn, that is real, you know? Where right. it's like, <laughs> it's it's by the same hand, and so these obstacles are being put in place in order to have you achieve a certain level of uh, right. of enlightenment or or education or experience, whatever it is. And then once you learn that, okay, then I'll remove the obstacle. 
But um, do you think that you're like, you're, are you sitting there worshiping an elephant? Or are you, are you respecting what it represents? So then mm. when, you, you know, when you bring that to mind, like, oh yeah, like Ganesha, it's, it's an easy symbol of the way to uh, kind of sparse through these you know, more complicated ideas. Where it's like, oh yeah, so I'm going through a problem, there's Ganesha, I know that he represents the one who puts them there, but also that they can be removed, and it's up to me to remove them once I learn the lesson. Like, is that not worshipping Ganesha? But like, I don't think that I'm, you know, worshipping some elephant somewhere, you know? Right. It's the idea, it's like the essence of it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that, yeah, like, like in a way, for sure like following whatever it is that they had to say and celebrating what they said is a form of worship but i would like when i think of worship i think of like doing ceremonies in this person's name and like bowing to them and like harvey krishna and stuff like that you know what i mean so there are definitely people doing it in that way also but i think that i would argue that the core and root of what they're doing is still just honoring the traits that that uh, person or, or character or whatever represents. They're just doing it in whatever, in a more traditional way or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in that sense, whether they are bowing to it and lighting incense and they're like dancing around in a circle because like that's the way that their tradition has like done it for thousands of years, I think it's still in an attempt to cultivate the characteristics from them that are, that are desirable yeah um but the thing is too like you can do all that stuff and still not take away what you're supposed to be taking away like you can eat the bread of christ and drink the blood of christ and still not walk mm-hmm. in the way of christ or buddha or krishna or ganesha or but if they're doing know. that would you consider them worshiping that person or thing or entity or whatever right so what do you call it right <laughs> you know yeah in the conventional sense absolutely but like are they actually following through right yeah, i don't know i th- i think yeah that's that's like a form of uh oh this is one of my favorite terms mental masturbation okay you know yeah, yeah like yeah. you just you just think about like you living this awesome life and doing all the things you should but you don't actually do it yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a lot of people fall in that category you know like a lot of people you know, like uh, even like we've both been to Vipassana, so we know Goenka, right? And that's one of the things he says is like a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll find a, this religion. And he says he, he likes religion to doctors, right? And he says like you don't go to a doctor. He writes down a prescription for you, gives you the prescription. And then you go around waving your prescription in your neighbor's face and say, look, this is the prescription. This is what you got to do. I know this. I have the best doctor. This is what you got to do. It's right here without actually like taking the medicine. Right. You know what I mean? But okay. I feel like I'm in a space where I'm bashing religions right now and I don't want to be there either. You know, like, but I I, like a lot of this stuff I think needs to be called to light. But at its core, religion is it's a very spiritual practice. Like it's community. One of my favorite things about church is singing, like just getting together and, you know, I think it's called worship, right? They call it worship. Like you get together and you sing and you're in a big group of people and you're singing. Like mm-hmm. what's more magical than that? Yeah, than that's A bunch powerful. of people getting together and singing, mm-hmm. you know? And that's like, something, something that you'll that find in every religion. The human soul. Exactly, right? It's dancing and singing and, 
and worship, you know, because God is life, you know, mm -hmm. that's, I think like God is like life. Yeah, you know? yeah. God is expression. God is energy. God is light. God is positivity. God is connection, you know, and that's what all that is, you know? Yeah, agreed. And it's like you're, you know, you're celebrating God or whatever, but you're, you're, you're celebrating him by moving your body. You're celebrating him by, by, living, by living the oh, life that like you're here to move, live. You know, the same yeah. thing what you just told us about Krishna. You know, you're right. celebrating God <laughs> by living the life. You know, you're given this body. It's your responsibility to, to move it and to do, Make you know, most of it. to do positive yes. things with it and, and, and express it, you know. Yes. Another way yes. where they cross over. You know? Yeah. It's the and same. There's, there's so many. Like, I just wish, because the, the, the problem, there's two that I can, big ones that I can think of. One is it creates differences between people, and then they, they, they have wars, okay? And that's the biggest one. And then the other one is, like, the money and the politics that kind of um, go into it, you know? Um, so, like, if we could just find a way to have a religion... And just like scrape the names and just have the teachings and the dates don't matter and it's just these are the teachings of god like every religion so far has agreed upon it let's just acknowledge these you know what i mean like yeah. let's acknowledge like we're of the same we're human flesh you know what i mean like like you know and god is in us you know yeah like let's respect each other let's love each other let's do what he says you know regardless of whether it was jesus or whoever else you know agreed we every person in the world has way more in common than we have that separates us mm -hmm. and for the most yeah. part i mean you go through you know when was the last negative experience you had with a person like i don't know not really <laughs> you know but granted we're not uh coming in contact with as many people as as usual <laughs> But like, you yeah. know, like generally, like it's definitely a surprise and like a one-off situation when, you know, you go to the grocery store and someone was a dick to you or whatever. Then you come home and you're like, I can't believe what happened. I was at the grocery store and this guy, uh, you know, whatever, like threw my chips out of my basket. I don't know, whatever the fuck happened. Right. That doesn't happen, you know? We're all living yeah. here fairly harmoniously, even with our uh, differences, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ever, you know, it's it's like uh, Buddha said the li that life is suffering, and I feel like everyone is kind of going through that another day, another day, and we're all just suffering together. And it's up to us to make this suffering like a little more enjoyable, you know, <laughs> through the little things, you know, through the smiles. Hey, what's up? How are you doing? Yeah, a little small talk, you know, things like that. Cool. And doing it, showing up for ourselves. I know you got to get going, know, my man. I think that was a good, solid, note. solid way to end it. Um, dude, much love, brother. Yes, you um, too. Let's do this again very soon. Cool. Sounds we good. We will. All right. Thank you for watching or listening. If you enjoyed, please subscribe to Wex Power on YouTube or find Kula Wellness on your favorite podcast app in order to stay up to date with the latest episodes.